This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 170 of This is the G Podcast. And just got to say what's up to the Lady uh, Tigers of LSU, man. Just awesome national champions over Iowa as, as we tape. I'm just checking out the screen and that's happening. So congrats to the Lady Tigers, uh, Angel Reese. Good game, good game. Also, um, we're going to get into it. We're going to go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike and come back. Uh, we've got Harold Michael Harvey here, of course, and uh, the one and only Tanya B's in the building. And we're going to talk about the biggest news this week, as you all know. Uh, but I got to say a couple of things. Another 30 lost uh, to around the storms across the South. And again, we're in that season. Uh, hearts go out to the folks out there who are dealing with that. Um, and uh, we'll get into a little bit of that. But I Main reason is I've invited political analyst Harold Michael Harvey uh, to drop in. The story of the week is the biggest story in the history of the U.S. Uh, former president indicted never before an American first. And we're going to go and in, get into it. Um, and we'll talk to Harold Michael Harvey and Tanya B. in just a moment. But let's uh, let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike and we'll come right back. News team, assemble! It's time for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. For the first time in American history, a former president has been indicted. A grand jury in New York likely indicted Donald Trump over a hush money payment to adult film star Stormy Daniels. But there is speculation that there is more to the case. That won't be known until the indictment is unsealed. In the meantime, Trump's political team believes it can turn the indictment into a campaign positive, at least in the short term. In New York, police are preparing for protests by supporters, especially at the time of Trump's arraignment, which is expected on Tuesday. You know, uh, I just want to go ahead and and get into that again. I've invited uh, political analyst Harold Michael Harvey in uh, to help us make sense. It is the biggest story of the week. Uh, If not, uh, again, the biggest story in history. Harold Michael Harvey, you're here. We were were having the conversation and and I, you know, I was kind of joking around. I said, well, you know, this is a good time for them. Um, to uh, to make this um, announcement right at the beginning of baseball, <laughs> and, and what, did, what did you say? What did you say um, to that? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you said you said, look, this is history. I mean, this this trumps right. baseball, and and it and it truly does. Uh, you know, it's a first for for America. Uh, it's an American first. Um, a president indicted is huge. So. Um, you know, yeah, never go in history, um, and and it does, it yeah. does trump history. Yeah. Um, you, you know, we've never seen this before, and we're 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 walking on rarefied air right now. Yeah, you know, the country can uh, go right off a cliff, or or we could stabilize and be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true, so true. Uh, and and I'm going to come back to you. Uh, and, and again, Tanya, be you all set because you know things yeah, are moving can, and and twisting I, and I know. Uh, and, so, and flipping. And are you ready? <laughs> can you hear me now? Okay, can yeah, I, I, we can hear you. Just you know, be still. It's okay. okay, okay it's no. okay. You know, it's I, good. I'm still it's good. So, no, you know, I'm still somewhere in America, so I will not disclose my location. Yeah, so you're good wherever you are. Just just get up on the mic and, yeah. and let yes, me ask yes, you for yes. Tanya B is here. Y'all give it up for the one and only. Tanya B in the building. Yes. She's okay. You don't need to move. I'm still on the road. She's still on the road. Uh, But you can stream the Birdwire every Friday and Saturday night, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Castropolis.net. And again, we do the Encore Saturday at noon. uh, Plus, get it on demand uh, right now. This week's episode is at Castropolis.net. Click the Birdwire logo. And, and, you know, I'm going to come back to you, Tanya Tanya B. Go ahead and mute yourself, Tanya B. Okay. Just go ahead and mute yourself, and we'll come back to you uh, when you get get yourself tightened up there, okay? Let me me go to you, uh, Harold Michael Harvey. Um, Big thing, man. Um, Again, all things Harold Michael Harvey are at haroldmichaelharvey.com. What specific charges do you think we'll see coming out of this? You know, it's hard to it's hard to um, well, we know there's going to be um, some charge that has to do with accepting at least paying out uh, money for a hush payment and that tied to uh, campaign funds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to imagine. Uh, it's it's difficult to say what other charges there will be yeah. now. The uh, Trump's Republican supporters are saying that it's a nothing case 
and that um, Alan Bragg, the district attorney in New York, you, you know, uh, really doesn't have a case. But, you know, Alan Bragg came into that case yeah. and he looked at it and said, well, wait a minute, before I put my name on this case, because the case was ready to go when he came in the office, when he was sworn in, there was a case already against Trump ready to go. And that was that was yeah. Cyrus Vance. Am I correct? That was, that was Cyrus Brant's, Vance's investigation mm-hmm. and his team of um, of assistant uh, district attorneys had come to the conclusion that um, that Trump had committed uh, a crime or or a series of crimes mm-hmm. and that they and that they should go forth with an indictment. Um, and Braggs comes in and he says, well, wait a minute before I put my name on that. I've got to check this out for myself. Yeah. And he was very deliberate. He took his time and um, probably over a year. And then, you know, now we learn that um, the grand jury has heard evidence and that there has been an indictment. We don't know what is contained in the indictment, but I would speculate, given the fact that Vance, excuse me, given the fact that uh, um, Bragg took his time um, and re and looked at everything all over again. Mm-hmm. That uh, he has specific allegations of acts, illegal acts committed by Trump that he can prove. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I think that what we will see Tuesday when the indictment is uh, unfold is um, is that uh, Braggs has has come up with a very tight case against Donald Trump, things that he has evidence that he can present to a jury and they can they can say you can look at the law and says the law says that you can't do this. And the evidence says that this was done. And so I I think uh, they scripted a very tight um, uh, document to indict the president. And um, and and it's not going to be. any kind of laughing matter, anything, uh, anything that Trump's political um, supporters can uh, just toss uh, under the rug, saying that it is all political. Because that's what they're saying today. Yeah. That it's it's all political. But um, I think Braggs has fashioned a um, a legal case against the former president. Yeah, and I'll say this to you: when Vance stepped down, uh, there were concerns you know, at least from what I saw, that Bragg would not take it this far because mm-hmm. he had said at one point he wasn't going to pursue it. There were chances he, he would not pursue it. So you'd have to think that there's enough evidence there compelling enough to say, I can't, I cannot not pursue this. Mm-hmm. And, and let me say, you know, for a lot of folks, um, you know, we, we really, and, and honestly, over the last few months and, and even the year, uh, I've really avoided doing a lot of Trump talk. You know, we started, I started this podcast or doing a podcast that included politics back in 2016. I was doing the GP3 podcast. And when we started the podcast, it was the, you know, his initial run for president went with Hillary and myself ran and Tut. And, you know, so I've seen it from 2016. So many things occur, you know, the, the bus, the uh, access Hollywood situation, um, you know, so many things that people looked at and said, damn, if this was anybody else, you know, and the other thing is, you know, when you hear the Republicans try to make him a martyr and say that it's a witch hunt, you know, look at all the things. They're all self-inflicted from the impeachment, the twice impeached situation where, you know, even when you look at the um, quote unquote, the collusion situation with Ukraine, um, you know, again, look at the Mueller investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mueller never really said he was off the hook. He never said he was off the hook. You know, mm-hmm. um, then you go into uh, what we're dealing with with Stormy Daniels, the fact that his attorney was a, was arrested uh, for something that he was involved in, and he was individual one in the in the case with the attorney. You know, and then you look at the fact that we've got the case in Fulton County with audio, with two pieces of audio now. So it's it's hard for me. Look, and I'll say this. If the guy wins, he wins. Fair enough. You know, 
whoever's president, you know, I'm not, I don't think anybody should go to the length of, you know, trying to try to cripple anybody's presidency, but damn, <laughs> you know, it's like, I've been, Hey, look, Harold Michael Harvey, I've been following this <laughs> specifically. I have done what over 315 episodes. Okay. That have probably included something involved with this guy. Enough is a damn enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm, yeah, come on. You, you know, you, you understand what I'm saying? So I can imagine, I, I, I hear that these guys are making an attempt to make him a martyr, to raise money, because since they've been making him a martyr, he's raised about $4 million. But for those of us who have been following this weekly and saying, damn, <laughs> he did what? <laughs> I have a question, yeah, uh, Mr. Harvey. You know, they, they, this $4 million that they got in, uh, was it like in a day or so? Now, they're saying that is for his campaign. Is it illegal? And I don't know, you know, I'm political illiterate. I'm not a lawyer. No, she's not. I don't play one on TV. Yes, I am. Come on. No, but I'm saying, no, but if he takes, now, is it misappropriation of funds if he takes the funds that people have been donating this week for his reelection campaign and uses them to pay? personal bills, legal bills, or any other bills or anything that is not associated with the campaign allegedly, is that illegal or is that close to crossing the line? I, I don't think you can use uh, campaign funds for personal matters, but it, it, there may be an argument made that uh, a, a legal fees may be appropriate. Um, you know, he he has to beat back the criminal uh, charges, this indictment, in order to uh, have a viable candidacy. So, he may be able to make some argument about that, but certainly not for personal things. And what he's actually been charged with is taking campaign uh, contributions and and paying uh, the hush money to Stormy Daniels. And don't forget this. And there's another woman too. People are talking Stormy's front and center, but then there's that other woman, that Playboy model, that he gave one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to to keep her quiet, and she's been getting a whole lot less press than Stormy Daniels, and she's much easier on the eye. But anyway, she is saying, oh, no, there were real feelings there. We were in love. And I'm like, girl, bye. You know, of course, he denies it. So it's interesting that here's somebody, and this was the girl that the lady that, um, you know, uh, at that time, Trump knew the owner of the National Enquirer. She was going to sell her story. It was going to go on the Enquirer. And the guy that Trump was friends with that owned the Enquirer squashed the story. Yeah. Well, these are the only two we know about. There you go. That we know. You know, there are probably multiple uh, people out there um, uh, whose uh, story, uh, you know, was squashed. Yeah. Yeah. Let let me ask you, uh, and, and, and you've written books. And, you know, I remember you were talking about the paper puzzle and, you know, you're an author. Okay. So I want you to put your author's hat on for just a minute. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think the consequences are of a, of a Trump, of, of him being found guilty in this situation? Just And I know you can't, and, and this is only from a political standpoint, I'm, I'm asking you to just, um, you know, just hypothetically. Uh, you, you know, I think it'll be Bedlam in the country. Um, we'll get a good indication on Tuesday uh, what will what will happen if he is uh, subsequently uh, convicted mm-hmm. of, of these charges. Uh, but I, I think his supporters would just go berserk. And I think one of the things, I, I think you, our community have to be very vigilant when it comes to soft targets. Mm. I, I think his people uh, have learned the lesson, uh, at least they know that they're not going to be able to storm a government facility uh, like they did on January the 6th. Yeah. But I think that anger will be so bottled up inside of them that they will get back at a group of people that they believe are at, at fault for what happened to their hero. All right. And they're already blaming Bragg. It's like, oh, the black guy did it. The black guy did it. You know, and before that, it was, you know, all the other, anybody who was of color, that was trying to call him on his ish, you know, it was their fault, you know, and now who are you going to blame next? The Asian Americans, you're going to blame the Jewish people who, I mean, well, they're, they're blaming the blame? Jewish people pretty much I mean, with, mm-hmm. with, with the George Soros attack. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I, I think our churches have to be very vigilant. Yeah, I agree. I think our, oh, our yeah. schools have to be very vigilant. And I think our communities 
yeah. have to be very vigilant. I, I, I think there's going to be violence, but I, I believe that um, um, that the Trump supporters will uh, target that violence at at uh, soft targets. Let, let me yeah. ask you, because we're, you know, happy Palm Sunday, you know, it, it, to those who celebrate Palm Sunday and, and, and of course, Easter's coming up. Um, the evangelical community has not been vocal in terms of backing Trump this time around. As a matter of fact, he's been more vocal about the fact that he's upset that they're not vocal about his run for 2024. Uh, and, and I'm glad you mentioned the church. Why has the church not said to those communities, hey, look, let's let the wheels of justice do what they do, no matter what color, race, creed, religion, we need to focus on allowing justice to happen. I mean, that's the traditional role of a church. Am I correct in saying that, Mr. Harvey, mm-hmm. or should be? I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying should be. I mean, considering the season right now, do you do you think the evangelical community will step up and say, look, y'all, don't go out and act a fool? No, I, I don't think so, uh, because I, I, I think they probably, that community probably will support um you know, demonstrations and protests and, and rides, you know. Um, well, I, I say that, that because that, they have not been community, supportive. Yeah, go ahead. That community does not acknowledge January the 6th as a riot, hmm. okay? You know, there are people in the evangelical community. And, and I mean, that, I mean the, the white evangelical community has been pro-Trump up until not necessarily as vocal as they were back in 2020 as they are now. But go ahead, I'm sorry. I still think they silently support him. Yeah. You know, you know, um, and and I think they silently support uh, efforts put forth by um, the people who stormed the Capitol back uh, January the 6th, 2021. Yeah. Uh, And, um, um, you know, because they still have not acknowledged that that was a riot and that was a worse possible thing that anybody could have done to the country. Yeah. You talk about patriotism, you you know, um, uh, all of that was unpatriotic, but you know, you don't hear that outcry from the evangelical community or from white conservative Republicans. Yeah. You know, they, they are uh, supportive of the people who are are arrested. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And, and uh, serving time, for um, storming the Capitol and uh, creating a revolution and uh, attempting to, to to create a revolution and, and the insurrectionist acts that, that occurred on that day. And, you know, some of them are already out of jail. They were sentenced, you know, for different reasons. They were supposed to be in for, just say, 14 months and they do four months. So a lot of them are like back out on the street and I'm sure they've got some venom in their veins. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, no, yeah. no one has really, at this point, been severely punished um, for what took place. But then, you know, I've always contended that the person who should should uh, feel the the brunt of the punishment is a is a person who um, organized the mob and then and incited the mob and directed the mob to to do what they did. Well, I I look at the numbers. Maybe maybe down the road we'll we'll get there. Well, I look at the numbers. And right now, a lot of folks, uh, when they look at the country, not breaking it out, but when you look at the overall country, I think 54% of people believe he did something wrong. When you look at the overall, that's everybody included. The majority of the country, they say, we believe he did something wrong. Now, whether or not uh, we need to go to this extent to uh, to persecute, to, to prosecute him, is a different matter. But people believe he did something wrong. Yeah, but then they'll fall back and say, um, I mean, uh, uh, probably a third of those of that 54% will then say, Oh, but it's all political. Yeah, you know, it's a conspiracy uh, by the Democrats to keep him from um, winning office again. Mm-hmm. But you know, th- this is not political. No, I mean, you do the crime, you do the time. Yeah, you, you know, no and, one's above the law. No <laughs> yeah, one's not, above not the law. Not even him. Yeah, not even him. But what's the, what's the implication of this for the presidency, though? When you look that at the question. presidency, yeah. you know, the, the 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 office of the president, what does it do? Well, um, <clears throat> I, the lesson we learned from the Nixon situation was is, is that, in fact, <laughs> n- nobody is above the law because that was part of what Nixon Nixon's whole theory was and his defense was 
you know, trying to stave off the impeachment was that that if the president did it, it was OK. Yeah. OK. And I think we learned that, except Trump didn't learn that, um, that, that, you know, the Nixon situation disproved that theory that the president could do wrong. Mm. And that the president, if the president did wrong, he should be held accountable, um, albeit in, in the Nixon situation. He was excused from from the accountability by the pardon given to him by by his um, successor, uh, Gerald Ford. Um, and and so I think where we are now w- with the fact that charges have been brought, I think it sort of sends a message to any future president that you, you are not above the law. Uh, you, 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 it's not that the, the king can't do anything wrong. That theory just doesn't work because mm-hmm. you can do wrong and you will be prosecuted if that happens. Now, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the trial. I think Bragg has a real a tightly woven um, indictment mm. that we'll see on, on, on Tuesday. And, but you know, the, the, the accusation of the uh, impeachment, articles of impeachment, were, were very well done. The evidence presented was very well done. But that was in a political, uh, that was a political trial. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was tried by people of his own party who refused to hold him accountable. Now, when we go into inside of the court of law, you know, you'll have 12 jurors who will be sworn to let their verdict speak the truth. You know, when we select jurors, a process is known, a uh, Latin term called voir dire. And what voir dire uh, means uh, is uh, speak is speak the truth. So we are we swear in jurors and, and they are asked to after hearing the evidence to let their verdict in this case speak the truth of what that situation was. Yeah. And and, and so. um if if the system works the way it should, if Bragg has dotted all of his I's and crossed all of his T's, right. uh, then that then Trump should be held accountable for this uh, for these offenses. Um, but let's say he goes through this process and he beats the process because you've got um, one citizen out there or two who says, oh, "I just can't convict the former president. It would just harm the country so so much." Uh, well, then at the end of this process, there will not have been any accountability. Well, I hear I hear that they're making an attempt to change the venue um, to to push the if they, you know, potentially go to trial, push the venue out of New York because they don't feel he can get a fair trial in New York. What do you well, think? I mean, the crime happened in New York. I mean, what what is that to suggest that he couldn't get a fair trial in New York? Yeah. That, that's all like saying, just, I, um, you know, you know, delay, yeah. delay, delay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, so, I mean, he'd be doing it for a delayed purpose. That's just like a, a young thug saying, uh, you know, try me in um, Peach County. Yeah, but that's, I mean, a, you know, that's a tactic. Where, where, where can young thug go yeah. where people do not know uh, of him, his music, and some of the accusations that have been made about him? Iowa? Yeah, or, nowhere, or any, really. any of those guys. Or any huh? Iowa? Iowa. Oh, you know what's no, you you laugh. Well, you know, you, you, you had cheating on your show last out there. Yeah, cheating. You had cheating on your show last week, but you know, yeah, uh, one yeah. thing yeah. he 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 failed to report about yeah. the young thug trial. Mm-hmm. The um back in within the the second week of the jury selections uh back in February, yeah. um the the uh what what are these people called? The um um some some kind of citizen. What do they call themselves? The um, oh, sure, yeah. Uh, go ahead, but go ahead. We'll, we'll, tell me what they did. Well, I mean, they wrote a letter to the court saying that the case should be be moved to uh, Seattle. Okay, okay. Sovereign citizens. Hmm. But you know, see what they you didn't hear that, did you? No, I didn't hear that. That that's what good reporters do. Yeah, but, but but I, but I've been hearing. I was in the courthouse the day that that happened. Really, but I've been hearing yeah. people talk about changing the venue. I've been hearing just to change the venue, not to to a specific. It's not going to change case. anything. It's not good. There you go. I don't believe so. How can it's it? Not. Yeah. Because I mean, look at like this, and, and you know, and then that's that's people who haven't been anywhere. Mother has been some places. You go to you think Seattle. Yeah. Seattle has a thriving hip hop community. Yeah. You take places like Iowa, 
And even when they don't have black or urban radio, I'm not talking about the streaming. urban area. I'm not talking about Des Moines, you know. No, I'm saying no, but they have a thriving <laughs> hip hop community. Yeah, That's and the thing. So within the urban area, yeah. take it there. Go ahead, yeah. because it's just as it's almost like keeping it here. So those people who wrote that letter don't know what they don't but you, know. Y'all miss what I'm saying. All what these are are delay tactics. It's oh, all right. No, no, we get that. It's not. It's not that they can't find a place. It's like Trump's whole M.O. is to delay, delay, deny, delay, 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 deny. That's what he does. And that's what he's going to do here. He's going to he's going to string this out for as long as he can. He's going to use the campaign. Uh, if he wins, he's going to use the presidency to to uh, to keep himself out of jail right. and for losing uh, his assets, period. Well, he's already put them in somebody else's name. So with, yeah. with those assets that he has. But Mr. Harvey, let me ask you this. Now, you know, it's, I know he is the king of the delay. So if he were to be found guilty, hello, Jesus, um, of any of these offenses, would that, I don't think it'll be done in time for him not to run in 2024. But will they have to wait until, I'm not going to even, if he were to get elected dog catcher, would they have to wait until the end of his term as dog catcher to either complete the prosecution or whatever that legal process is, or to have him to get sentenced? You know, is he at a point where I know he's going to delay, but can I guess how long can he skirt something like that and not have to you know pay the piper? So to speak? you know, his tactic would be to delay. But you know, the 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 courts have some um, have some input into his delaying tactics and judges are accustomed to lawyers coming into court and delaying the process. And they know how to move cases along. And I think that uh, Trump has created this record where the public and the court knows that he has these stalling tactics and he'll raise any type of issue, whether there's any basis, any evidentiary basis right. for it, a law for it or not. And I, I think what we're going to now find is that the courts are going to quickly tell him to come to the point. <laughs> so if he, if he files something frivolous, I think they're going to hear it right away and they're going to require, uh, you know, his attorneys to come in with whatever the the, le the legal uh, argument is or the evidence is that gets them to where they want to be. They're trying uh, to get the judge uh, thrown out because they, yeah, they, they, this is the same, this is the same judge who, uh, who, who handled um, his business dealings, uh, the, the uh, uh, nonprofit dealings. Oh, that, that was that like the scam, all the scams? The Dell, the Dell, yeah, like well, Dell, no, no, no. This is the one, the recent case uh, with Trump org where, you know, oh, okay. okay. so this is the same judge. So they want what? it thrown out. They want the uh, judge well, thrown out. Yeah. And that's not, there's no basis for that. I mean, judge, my here, point. Right. But they have multiple cases yeah. um, from defendants every day. I mean, you know, um, my Lord, how many times has Young Thug been through the Fulton County court system yeah. here? Yeah. And, what, and who knows? Maybe, maybe the same guy said in uh, on all those cases. Yeah. And usually when they, when you have, when you have um, um, a, a career defendant, so to speak, yeah. you know, uh, the, the court system <laughs> likes to sort of get them all together because they have some history with what has been going on. So, yeah. you know, it, it's a tactic. He, he'll try it and he'll put forth an argument and, you know, the judge will say, yeah, nay, and then it'll get appealed. And, uh, and the, the appellate courts, I think, are going to squeeze him. He's really got to come up with some convincing law. Mm. Um, or or facts to say that this judge is biased, you know, against him. Well, so yeah, yeah, and and let me and I, and I'll ask you. With that being said, with this judge, uh, what do you think the uh, not just with with this judge, but with the upcoming cases? Uh, what do you think the implications uh, will be on, for example, the Fulton County indictment? Then you're also looking at the um, the Jack Smith investigation that's going on with the DOJ. I heard I heard someone say on the Sunday shows that the ideal situation would be um, now I'm just saying what this was said, that this Tuesday he walks in, you know, I guess what do you call it? Arraignment when, when he goes through the mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. And then he, as he's walking out, Fannie Willis is there. <laughs> 
<laughs> come through, though. As no, we need Fanny. We need Fanny. We need Fanny. We need Fanny to come through. As he's walking this. out, <laughs> he gets another one, okay? He is Fanny. Then, as he's walking or whatever, he hears something from Jack Smith. Uh, who's handling the, um, you know, the Mar Largo and the, you know, the DOJ situation, the special prosecutor. So they're saying that what if it's an avalanche of charges all in a short window? Um, what, what are your thoughts? I'll, I'll throw that. Oh, to you. I don't think they're going to happen, you know, that quickly, or that that succinctly. <laughs> but you know, this is just this is the first shoe to drop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you know, there's a there's two more to drop. Yeah, yeah. You so, know, so this is a three legged. Uh, well, yeah, of course you. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, and, and I know I know there are people out there who who just you know have this. I'm team. I'm team, and I want this team. I, you know, honestly, you know, I think in the political process, you're you know you're a political pundit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Harold Michael Harvey. If you win, you win. You know, yeah. and to the winner, the spoils. We're fine with that. I, I think the country. I think you know, for the most part, in the system, that's fine. That happens. We know that. But in this case, you know, I keep telling people who are just so adamant about defending uh, 45 is that, you know, a lot of this is so it's self-inflicted. It's 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 like a, so much of it could have been avoided. You know, when you've got the tapes, you know, when you've got the checks, you know, uh, you know, even though and I heard today, I mean, a lot of people are trying to discredit Cohen because, you know, he's a felon. But one of the uh, biggest uh, what was it one of uh, uh, legal just one of the greatest legal minds in America said, look, how better to convict a felon with another felon? You know, it's just, that's how Prosecutor, they, prosecutors do it every day. They do it every day. Hey, hey. <laughs> you know, became a felon because of that, Trump. That's how, that, that's how they get their, their evidence, their proof. But, and, um, and then you got to stop and think about it. Yeah. What did he lie about? Yeah, yeah. He lied to protect Trump. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. Absolutely. The person you know, so, he would take so, a woman for. Yeah, you know, he, he, who knows? Uh, if, but for that, maybe we would still think he's an an, an honorable man. Yeah, so true. So true. <laughs> Any final thoughts? Uh, you know, I, I I appreciate you coming in on Palm Sunday, um, and and driving up. You know, doing doing all your personal stuff and then jumping uh, on he here. He still at the got last his minute. church clothes. That's on. what I'm saying. Church Go, ahead, Go ahead, Harold Michael Harvey. Hosanna. Harvey. He still got his church clothes on. Any last minute thoughts before you leave, sir? Uh, you know, just be very vigilant. Um, you know, be very careful uh, because there's some mad folks out there, and they're going to be even madder after Tuesday. Yeah. And and if we get down to a quick trial, they'll be they're going to be madder than than they are Tuesday. So, yeah. uh, Ooh, mad, wouldn't that be nice? Mad people do uh, desperate things. You no, know, and hurt people hurt people. No, I just say, hurt. in the words of the late comic Robin Harris, I say, keep your eye on your luggage. You know, and and it was like uh, I think was it. Uh, Tamika Mallory said something back at the when the uh, January 6th happened. She's like, black people stand down and stand back. This is not our fight. Let them get out there and act a fool and tear up and just, you know, they can't blame it on us. And that, that was the other thing. After people not taking mm-hmm. accountability, normally they say, oh, well, you know, black people tore up, you know, like Black Lives Matter and Antifa and they go and tear up their oh, own neighborhoods. Yeah. And okay. I'm like, really? Is that all you have? Is that all you got? <laughs> my favorite saying, not our circus, not our money. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, my, my fear is that they will bring the fight to our community, though. Really? Mm-hmm. We got to yeah, talk and about it. No, and try to say that we started it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you, uh, Deacon mm-hmm. Harvey. Okay, yeah. we'll have yeah. to see. <laughs> but, I st- but I still say, take them up there over deep into the swap where people sell pig heads and take them up there to Bankhead, the part that's still black, and just drop them off. <laughs> Okay. All right. Y'all give it up for Harold Go Michael Harvey. Yes. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I could dream. Lord Jesus. <laughs> they might be able to give them some pig feet. Feed them some pig feet. No, I, no, I wouldn't give oh. them. No, that's too good for them. Give, give them the, the pig ear or the tail. Tell them we'll make a sandwich with it. HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, uh, Mr. Harvey, I want you to come back and talk about the 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 alleged return of the downfall. And I don't think it's ever going to be what it ever was. But they still talk about trying to bring back Freaknik at Morris Brown this year. I don't see it. I don't need that. That was an organic movement. Yes. That started for a particular reason because kids couldn't get home for the 
for spring break. And um, they couldn't afford to go to Miami. You see what happened down there. Well, I, I don't even think the mindset in, in, in the mid early 1980s when it all started, the, the mindset of black kids wasn't to go to Miami. That was what white kids did. Yeah. Um, you know, we went home and we, <laughs> we slept late and we ate. Yeah. Our, our mamas fed us. Yeah. That's what I did when I was when I was in uh, college, except for the fact mm-hmm. I played baseball. Yeah. And um, and our spring trip was to Daytona. We stayed on the beach. And of course, oh, wow. all the white kids from the Northern universities uh, were down in the streets, butt naked, uh, drunk as a skunk. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and trying know, to blame it on us. And trying to blame it on us. But uh, I saw them do it first. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you, Harold Michael Harvey. Let me give it up for again, HaroldMichaelHarvey.com. Thank you so much, <laughs> sir. Appreciate you. Guys you. Care. All right, you too. All right, let's go ahead and uh, let's go to break real quick. We'll come back and, and we'll do the tea uh, right. with Tanya B. Okay, here we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is BJ Murphy, and I want to talk to you about the BJ Murphy Show redirecting our dollars campaign. Now, did you know that black Americans have about one trillion dollars in spending power? And since 2001, black spending power has increased by 108 percent. The B.J. Murphy Show, we are dedicated to helping aspiring African-American entrepreneurs launch and grow their businesses and provide advertising, media support, coaching and resources. At the B.J. Murphy Show, we're going to continue to be one of the most influential voices in black America, boldly espousing economic opportunities for entrepreneurs, small business owners and nonprofit organizations. So to find out how you can become a part of the movement, the redirecting our dollars campaign in your city reach out to me bj at bjmurphyshow.com that's bj at bjmurphyshow.com can't wait to hear from you now then children it's time for tea it's tea time y'all sipping the tea with tanya b Hey, Tanya B, what you got? What you got? Oh, man, there's so much going on. I'm like, where do I start is more of a question. Let's just get this Jonathan Major stuff out of the way. Can we agree on that? Let's agree. (laughs) Okay, well, you know, this whole hoo-ha started, you know, the domestic dispute, the, the, I can't even say it. Anyway, basic British Becky tried to ruin this man's career, you know, after she was claiming, you know, I was assaulted, I was choked, I was, you know, I was, you know, strangled and harassed and all this crap. And now all of a sudden, you know, she's in his DMs, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I, well, she well, she blamed it on a mental crisis. She had to take her crisis behind over there and sit down somewhere. <laughs> um, and now she said, I'll tell him it wasn't me. I should have been going through your phone and blah, 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 blah. And now she is recanting. The witnesses are recanting. And it's just really getting crazy. And I, I, I mean, I'm really kind of tired of it. But the yeah. thing about it is the damage has kind of been done. I know his attorneys have you know, come forth with all these receipts saying he was the one that was the victim. You know, I don't know if this chick's looking for a bag. Is she just, an, you know, she can probably try to come back and blackmail him later on. It's just really, really messy. And I think his career has taken a hit. It will take a hit. Who knows if, you know, his army, that campaign is even going to come back. Mm-hmm. I hope he does not lose that part in that uh, the Marvel uh, series of movies. He had a lot on the line. Yeah, yeah. He and, really and they, did. They edited him out of the Creed commercials if you if you yeah. notice you only see michael b jordan so yeah, yeah. i mean so i'm like man i'm sure people are going damn 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 but then you know you have the other damning kind of the damning allegation of this young man that attended yale drama school with him talking about you know he never dated women of color and he's been putting the paws on chicks since he went in college and i'm surprised it took this long for it to come you know, to the forefront. So it's just a hot, it really is a hot mess. And, you know, you always hope that when something like this hits the news, that maybe there'll be another story that will come and, you know, just kind of push this, you know, out of the news cycle. But that really hasn't happened yet. Well, you know, I mean, I I think, you know, a lot of these cats and, and when it happens, we have to be you know, we are because, you know, we're, uh, you know, we're, we've we been in the media. We're in, jur- we're, we're, you know, we're, right. you know, yeah. quote unquote, yeah. journalists yeah. to some extent. Um, you know, we have to really be patient and allow the evidence to come out. I mean, unfortunately, in a situation with social media, people are jumping to conclusions uh, and they want, you know, for the sake of drama, they want to see it. And uh, I mean, it's unfortunate. Again, I always go back to the Nate Parker situation. Yeah. 
and and which you know the movie uh, the Dan Turner movie was a brilliant movie that got you know fortunately he got paid up front because they bought the movie and he had you know he was able to get funds from yeah. the movie. but you know you see a br- a brilliant career killed you know and again you know you don't know unless you were there unless you got receipts True. unless you got video unless you got pictures so I say to people wait until this thing kind of come goes through the courts I mean they didn't it, what, nobody out there doing dragging uh, you know telling them to jump off the Gwyneth Paltrow uh, train you oh, know? That's so, all that crap. you, you yeah. know so I, I think you know we got to give them you know give them the benefit of the doubt until you know same thing with Johnny Depp you know, I mean, there were just as many people who were for Johnny Depp as there were against Johnny Depp, but they wanted to see it in court. So we'll right, see. Exactly. Let's see what happens in so, court. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, you know who else may be going to court and who's getting sued? Unfortunately, yeah. um, the Roots crew, Legendary Roots crew, you know, which is basically the core of it now is Quest Love and Black Thought. And they had a founding member who passed away, Lynn Hubbard. He uh, passed away of uh, blood cancer. Yeah. So he wasn't able to tour. He didn't get to enjoy any of the success on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And then there's Sean G, who's been their manager and advisor for years. They're getting sued um, by the estate of Lynn Hubbard, you know, allegations of doing something funky with the money. I just hope they can they work it out. And I'm like, yeah, he was a founding member. He had a health issue. You know, they were paying him up to a point. Then they, when he really got sick, when he needed it, they stopped. I hope they can work it out because it, you know, yeah. Yeah. we hate to see that happen. But Questlove, on the other hand, has had a great week. You know, he's actually going to be um, working on a remake of the Disney movie, The Aristocats, that came out in 1970. Remember yes, that? Remember that? Yeah, saw it in the movie. Saw it in the yeah, theater. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and he said that was one of his favorite childhood movies, so it really is special to him. But it's going to be a live action hybrid kind of situation, kind of a first for Disney, but. Quest is going to uh, executive produce it and do the mm-hmm. music, and he and Black Thought are writing uh, the script. So it's interesting, and you know, Quest Love is kind of on a roll right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and winning the Oscar for Summer of Soul, um, he's working on the Sly Stone documentary. He's actually putting out a book that the documentary is like delayed indefinitely. So in the interim, he's putting out a book called "Thank You for Letting Me Be Myself Again." But he's also not a one trick pony. He's got um, this company called. A-U-W-A books, you know, Hmm. and he's um, the uh, publisher and editor in chief. He's giving people of color an opportunity to to tell this story. So I got to give him five on it for that. Definitely. um, So uh, the Sly book comes out October 17th. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. I wish you'd do the movie on Sly. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's some kind of delay. We know if they look, they got to go down to the van by the river, you know, to get Sly's permission. I don't know who his conservator or who his guardian is. I see but, his, um, one of his daughters um, on Instagram uh, has, you know, she's it, it seems like she's the closest one to him because you see the most recent photos of him through her. And you know, you know who her mama is? Who's her mom? Cynthia that played the trumpet oh, in Sly's wow. band. Yeah. Cynthia, crack. Yeah. She's the one yeah. on Insta- Instagram who yeah. really um, elevates kept, him. You know. Yeah, they kept that really, really quiet. But yeah, during the time that they were out there at the height of their popularity, mm-hmm. popularity, yeah. um, Sly was back there slapping skins with Cynthia. And, um, you know, the child, she really didn't get, uh, really get a voice, if you will, until they did, you know, the unsung on Sly. Which wow. Is, Wow. So you know, we'll see what happens because you know at the end of the day you know you you can't front on Sly he is just Sly Stone and that's kind of all there is to it. Yeah, it's a shame we didn't really get to know him the way we could yeah. have. You know. Yeah, but before you know the the drugs really took a hold of him and before the mental illness really you know. Yeah. Just brilliant took guy. him over. Brilliant yeah. musician. Yeah. 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 And that sometimes brilliant is a thing. Okay, now let's talk about this. I don't. I'm talking about this because people want to hear it. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't. Believe in reality TV is not real. But my goodness, this whole mess with Latasha and Tamika Scott, the sisters in Escape. Yeah. You know, you stole the $30,000 check. No, I didn't. The mother backing her up because the mother took some of the money and gave it to the church. And then um, Tamika got the receipts and she got a copy of the check where uh, Latasha and her husband, Rocky, who kind of reminds me of Kevin Hunter, Wendy Williams' ex-husband, mm-hmm. you know, they endorsed the check. It, you know, it's, those two are fighting each other. Now, Tamar Braxton's trying to fight Candy Burroughs and her husband. And I think SWV is like, we're here to get our check. And they're just sitting back laughing because they don't have near. That, I mean, that's some seventh grade drama to me. Well, I'm let like, me ask you, grown though, women. Latasha was the one on, on social media this week, live. Uh, yeah, she's trying was, to trying to rec- well reconcile everything because she's on tour. Am I correct? 
She's, she's, well, no, here's the gag. She left the group now. You know, oh, but there's more. Well, I'm just saying she, she's on tour. Yeah, yeah. Now she, because people call her, yeah, people are yeah. dragging her for filth. And here's the thing, okay, yeah. you've got this husband who clearly is, is, is part of your self-esteem issue. And then you're going to go on talking about your signed to Motown gospel, didn't tell the other girls. You got in a gospel album, but then you come out and say, oh, I'm in an open relationship because your husband's out here all up and through Atlanta, Tootsie Rolling, having on Is she on tour right now? She's on a promo tour. Right, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. she was on tour this week, and she, she was anybody who would Atlanta, Dallas, and she's doing concerts. But Am here's the gag, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Little, little Miss Gospel up there in the winery you know, her husband out there tootsie rolling, like I said, knocking up chicks and allegedly, so, allegedly. But go ahead, okay. go ahead, Tony. Okay, woo, woo, saw. Okay, what you um, got next? <laughs> Let's move on. You know, I, I, let's move I, on. I don't make the news. I just reported. Okay, you know, everybody's talking about Gail King. You know, Gail King is not leaving CBS this morning, where she's making. Uh, Millions of dollars, double-digit millions. Yeah. And now, worse on the curb is that she is going to go over to CNN. She's yeah. going to work one night a week on this show with Charles Barkley. Mm. So Gail's base take-home pay for the year will be $25 million. She's, nice. getting, she's getting $12 million for working one hour a week at CNN. I'm not mad at her. Yeah. Charles has got to be happy, too. So with all the endorsements. You know, oh, yeah, and, and, well, the and doing liposuction TNT. endorsement. Yeah, he's doing a bunch of stuff. You know? Like I said, the liposuction endorsement. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, I didn't the say views that. Views and opinions expressed. That's on this show. Those of Tanya B. Keep going. <laughs> I don't make news. I just, re- I just reported. I don't make it. You know, with all of this stuff I've been talking about with all of these celebrities and these crypto crimes, you know, there's been another one that's come up. I'm like, what are y'all going to learn? Yeah. And now, see, when the Securities and Exchange Commission gets involved, they're not playing. Now they're going after um, that rapper of the game. Yeah. You know, and it's like a, a class action suit. They were failing to file certain papers and didn't file reports and things along that line. And they are coming for him because... They didn't follow reports. Like, okay, you got all people, you know, giving up all this crypto. Where did it go? Yeah. And then uh, I don't understand. Well, I get it, but I get it. Snoop Dogg, please get out of this fight. He's another one. He is co-founder of this company called Schiller, which is a live streaming platform that is powered by crypto. Yeah. And he and Eminem put out a record in the whole nine yards. But I mean, you know, you got. You know, Neo, Akon, Shaq, Steph Curry, Lindsay Lohan, and mm. now the game. I'm like, come on, yeah. y'all. It's crazy. You know, you got to do your due diligence. I think people got in on that thinking it was a quick payday, yeah. and it didn't work. Yeah. It really did not work. But you so know, just, it's, it's a situation, in my opinion, where yeah. overall crypto is already in trouble. So, you know, the, the, the celebrity side of it just exacerbates the whole problem with crypto itself. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. They, Absolutely. You know, when it, it's almost I mean, there's so many we got a trail of trends that celebrities jumped on that weren't real that went away. And yeah. This, and, and this is going to be one of them. Yeah. You know? For a quick buck. But yeah. when you, like I said, but when the SEC is involved. Oh, it's know. ugly. It's bad. Yeah, and, and, you know, yeah. and so, you know, they're already getting sued. There's lawsuits flying everywhere. So it's really just become a mess. Yeah. And lastly, um, I just got to say shout out to Mary J. Blige. I was going to talk about her last week. You know, she got shout out at the Grammys, but now she's got a book out called Mary Can. And it's about turning your darkness into light. It's for kids to raise their self-esteem. And she says she still struggles with that. But, you know, she's got the strength of a woman. Um conference and concert coming to Atlanta Mother's Day weekend. She had a lot of heavy hitters last year, mm. but um, she's got like the new girl, Money Long, Summer Walker, but she does have Lauren Hill and they're actually going to kick it off with uh, a night at the city winery with Robert Glasper. So I got to let her brother come in and help out. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, I really hope that, you know, she continue, continues with this. And it's like, why should I get out here and tour and make somebody else rich? Let me get my own thing. Yeah. So I just kind of give her a five one. And she's doing well with Power Book 3. Her talk show's doing well. So as much as that icky ex-husband of hers tried to make her think she had no talent, nobody wanted her and that her career was over. You know, success is the best revenge. So I just want to say five on it to MJB. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Hey, I, I do want to, you know, not not a whole lot this week that um, I've already mentioned most of the stuff I'm already watching that our series. Uh, but I do want to mention uh, that I haven't mentioned Grand Crew is back. Uh, so if you have Peacock yeah. or you have NBC and it's live, of course, 
um, every week, but uh, definitely check out Grand Crew. It's on Peacock. Um, wrapped up a lot of loose ends from season one. I'm yes. not sure. I hope it makes it into season three. I, I hope so. But, I but, hope uh, it stays on Peacock because yeah. they can kind of they can do a little bit more. Let me just say mm-hmm. this real quickly. Yeah, I agree. Anybody that has Comcast Xfinity, just know that you get Peacock Premium free. So don't pay for it because it comes with your subscription to Comcast Xfinity, and that is how I watch everything yep. on Peacock. Yeah, you can. Right. Get, you, you, I mean, there, there are a lot of uh, first run movies that drop on Peacock. Yeah. And definitely, uh, again, they got I, the black I recommend got- Grand Crew. It's not for everybody, but I think it's one of those uh, comedy shows uh, that kind of, you know, gives you a different angle because, you know, you got so much um, like BMF and power. Yeah, but you, you know you what? See, I think- you see the gangster side a yeah. lot and, and you don't. It's a good balance. It's a good balance. I, I think yeah. for, even for me, because I know you talked about how you watch it. I try. So I tried. I can't get it. And I think it's like a it's an acquired taste, if yeah. you will. It's just now I am. More, yeah, I'm know? more open to um, Grand Crew and Harlem's done. So who knows when that's going to come back? Yeah. That could be another year and change. And, you know, that whole thing. And, you know, all these other ones. And they it, the timing's perfect because like Godfather of Harlem is wrapping up. Yeah, Harlem yeah. is wrapping up. And yeah. now Grand Crew. Uh, doesn't have so much competition, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give another shot. I'm I will commit to giving it another well, shot. I, I'll tell you, for me, sometimes you just don't want to deal with the tragedy. <laughs> you know that I mean, that I, too. I can't that I too. can't deal with Boys in the Hood <laughs> times four every Ooh, week. You know what I'm saying? PTSD. That's so, PTSD. So it, it's a, I, I have to get a balance. I got to get a balance. Yeah, yeah. A couple of things. Uh, just some leftovers. Um, Shirley Ralph, uh, and I, I want to get your thoughts on this. You know, she had already shared the sexual assault <laughs> yes. uh, allegations and she never mentioned a name. She just said it was a famous TV judge years ago. I think when she was at UPN, uh, also she, uh, she had mentioned uh, she was allegedly uh, encouraged by the network to stay silent and to That's avoid bad thing. press. Um, but, you know, basically um, now I'm just saying this because it's in the news and yes, it it's is. also in social media. But Judge Joe Brown came out out of the woodworks and basically said, look, you can keep talking about this, but if you do expect a defamation suit coming soon. Well, that means thou dost protest too much. Does that mean he's guilty? I mean, that didn't make the tea this week, but I mean, if it wasn't you, why are you tripping? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying um, it's unfortunate and I hope, you know, without a doubt, you want to, there are things that a lot of these actresses have gone through that they just want to bring to light when they're when they have a platform to do so. And that's what she's doing. Um, But, um, you know, I hope they can work that out so it doesn't get too ugly and it starts messing with her career. And, you know, the other thing... Because she's got a hot career right now. No, right now she's hot. But I think had she come forward back then, I think during the Moesha era, it would have been like, please don't be quiet. You'll be blackballed. No one's going to believe you now. And I'm glad she waited, actually. I mean, because, again... She's had to carry this on her for, what, 20 some odd years. Well, you look at the trail of black actresses or actresses of color, you know, look at Rosie Perez and what she did with the Spike Lee situation, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, do the right thing where, you know, she didn't really want to partake in some of the on screen, what we see on screen when we look back at do the right thing. Um, But she's come to, uh, I guess, uh, grips with um, the fact that it happened. And she's mm-hmm. also yes. made she's made good with Spike. Her, you know, she's yes. kind of moved beyond it for her sanity. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, just a couple of quick things. Can you bear us, uh, y'all? If y'all love Gronish, this is going to be the final season. Season six. It's time. It, it's it, time. It, it's time for it to go. It's time. Uh, yeah. Also, I guess you know. I don't know if you mentioned this in the news. Twenty twenty three, the Essence Festival. Lauren Hill and Meg The Stallion That's are going to be Miss Lauren. Hill. yeah. Is he now Lauren? Hill. I think Lauren Hill's realized she got to get this bag now. She's not acting. She's not showing up two, three hours late. Cause you know what I say? You know what I say? She's going to get paid. You know what I say? As long as, come on, I, I love oh, look, me some Lauren, know, but no, no, she get. I mean, you got to give it girl. to her. Yeah. She is still working and headlining off of one album. Okay, it was almost a great like album. Bell Biv DeVoe. It's it was like, great. It was iconic. classic. Even though Let people, even this. though the the whole situation with her not giving credit, you know, irks a lot of people in the business. Yeah, a lot that's of, true. That's a lot true. of musicians, but, but it's know, still iconic. She got her karma. She went to jail. But let me just say this: yeah. I'm not, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. um, you know, there will not be a Fuji reunion, not because um, Wyclef went and took all that money from the people and from the Haiti earthquake, but because Pros is probably going to jail, yeah. not jail, yeah. jail. I mean, you know, they said now Looks they're ugly. accusing him of being uh, a spy for China, and there's all this 
misappropriation and this, that, and the third. It's really, it's, it's unfortunately, it, and it's just sad. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Um, you know, it's going to be so. It's going to be massive and and not in a good way. For yeah, Prize. they're going to hang him out to dry. So I don't know, but I just say this: was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you will get caught. You know, and then when he went back to Haiti and started trying to become really politically high profile, you know, they're going to dig into your background. He knew what he did. I guess he was just yeah. hoping. I mean, there's no way you know to avoid it. So yeah, agree. If you saw the Fugees in concert, remember what you saw because that that shit ain't happening again. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, <laughs> I don't know if you know um, Eva Mar- Marcel, uh, oh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Did you know her so. husband? They're following Michael Sterling. They're Michael, following yeah, remember Michael Sterling? Yeah, remember. I don't remember Michael. For, he ran for mayor unsuccessfully in Atlanta. Yes, he did. Okay, I did. I during wasn't the, familiar with the name. Yeah, during the during the like between the the Keisha Lance Bottoms and the other guy, Kasim era. So it was like you know he wasn't in you know in with the people. So no, yeah. yeah. But now he's saying he's going to fight for his marriage, and she's like, "I'm done." I'm like, Eva, I get it, but honey, you got to make better choices. You yeah. know, you got a daughter. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, any any other any last minute uh, thoughts? I, you know, any any shout outs or anything like that? I'm um, just. I want to remind you all that. Uh, April 4th, Little Richard, I Am Everything Hits the Movie Theaters. April 4th, Monique, uh, her comedy special comes to Netflix. Don't forget April 5th, Air, the story of Michael Jordan hits theaters with Ben Affleck and and Matt Damon. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, I know I talked about this, but I wish you had come to see Spinning Gold. I know I've been talking about that movie for a year. How did it do? How did it do? It did well. It's one of those, it's an independent film, but I will say, I don't know whether... Wiz Khalifa actually went and sat down with George Clinton to just embody the spirit of George Clinton. Yeah. But I got to give him that. Let us his Gladys Knight does her thing. And even Jason Derulo is Ron Isley. You know, it's pretty cool. And did yeah. you know that when um, Neil Bogart resurrected, so to speak, when uh, Gladys and the Pips left Motown, they went over to Casablanca, Buddha, which is Indy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Gladys blew up with Midnight Train to Georgia. And you know, then there was the Claudine soundtrack and things along that line. Mm-hmm. And allegedly... Uh, Barry Gordy was pissed and sent the mob over there after Neil Bogart. So a lot of yeah, (laughs) major labels were trying to shut him down because he took the people nobody wanted, like P. Funk and the Ozzy Brothers, even like you know Donna Summer, the Village People, yeah, Kiss and Bill Withers, and he actually you know re rejuvenated their careers and then yeah. they didn't think he could do it. So, you know what, if you get, I mean, it'll be on streaming in a minute, but I just, hey, I know. remember my parliament and that cost that Casablanca. The label. mothership. Yes. Remember? I remember. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Oh, one other thing I got to give him credit for. You remember Oh Happy Day by the Edwin Hawkins singer? Yeah. 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 If it weren't for Neil Bogart, that song that is still to this day, an international multicultural hit would have never seen the light of day because Neil Bogart put out, went to Edwin Hawkins and said, put out Oh Happy Day. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Okay. Um, just a couple of shout outs for me. I got to say yeah. thank you uh, to Big Mike uh, and, and Tiff over at uh, Damn We Grown Podcast. Thanks for checking us out. Hey, Tiff. Uh, also, uh, Gina and the franchise, thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, all the folks, um, you know, thank you. We appreciate you checking us out. Uh, Kim at the How Now Podcast, appreciate the shout outs. And uh, don't forget, you can follow us on social media. Uh, we especially, again, I go over to uh, YouTube, YouTube. follow us. We are trying to get, yeah. you know, because we really haven't been promoting the YouTube channel because there are a couple of ways to watch us. You can watch us and actually uh, communicate with us through um, Riverside FM, or you can, you know, go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. We don't always communicate and, and, and in real time, but, you know, we'll see your messages. Live tapings yeah. every Sunday, but subscribe, hit the bell, hit the notification bell, and we'll be there. Uh, also, uh, Twitter at This Is The G Pod. And uh, I don't have anything else, but you know, uh, we got to we got to do this. Oh, we need it. Yeah, we, here we go. You no, know, and I want to also. No, let me uh, let me say, do this, and, and we'll okay, come back. Okay. okay, here we go. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. Treasure your faith in Christ more than anything else, and do what you know is right. Each time you deliberately ignore your conscience, you're hardening your heart. Over a period of time, your capacity to tell right from wrong will diminish. As you walk with God, He will speak to you through your conscience, letting you know the difference between right and wrong. Be sure to act on those inner tugs so that you do what is right, and your conscience will remain clear. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 19. Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their conscience. As a result, 
that faith had been shipwrecked. All we'll be saying, people, you remember there are times in your life when your conscience tells you, man, don't do that. You know that is wrong. Or your conscience tell you, hey, man, why are you doing that? That's really not your conscience. That's God telling you to do right. Listen to it. Listen to your conscience. That's God talking to you. So people, keep the faith. Amen. Amen. Amen, y'all. Yeah, appreciate you. Hallelujah. And don't forget, coming up uh, next week, we're we're taking a break. Actually, you know, Tanya being by definitely. I'm just waiting to see what happens with this, with this, uh, ain't it crazy that, you know, Cheeto Jesus is Uh is going before the court? Don't even put Jesus with his name. (laughs) That's blasphemy. He's going before the court on Holy Week. So we'll see. How about that? How about that? (laughs) No religion at all. No, speaking of that, I just want to say that I'm on watch. I said, but I said about uh, your conscience and clearly he has none. But just again, just to let, you know, Keeping your thoughts and prayers of people in, in Mississippi, Absolutely. the people in uh, in uh, it was Illinois got hit, and it was actually believe it or not, it came as far north as Delaware. There was a loss of life dur- due to a tornado last night in Delaware. That was so crazy. you know, ain't nobody safe up in her. Nope, not at all. Y'all keep your eyes to the skies this season. Yeah, you know what it is. Okay, and with that, episode one seventy is in the can, and we are out of here. Peace power to the people. Have a great week, y'all. Keep your eye on your luggage. You've been listening to the G-Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G-Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.